All right, lads, welcome back to me podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy, Mick Thomas here. How are you? How are you? Thanks for liking, subscribing, sharing and just coming on back. I do appreciate it and I appreciate you very, very much. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts from. Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, uh, Anchor, of course, where this is housed. And go over to YouTube. You can watch the thing. I don't know who watches uh, podcasts anymore, but do that if you want to. Also, check out my other podcast with my good buddy, Corey Brooks, The Manxiety Show. Available also wherever you get your uh, podcasts. So uh, that's fun. I like doing that one. It's a lot of fun. Um, episode 183. Also, come see me live. I don't have that many dates. Well, I do have a lot of dates, but none that I would need to advertise because I'm kind of working on stuff in between. Um, but this Friday, I am at the at Governor's Comedy Club on Long Island. I'm at the little at the Giggle Room. I'm headlining the Giggle Room. Come on down. Working out. My special, which I'm recording in New Smyrna Beach in Florida uh, at the Madcap Comedy Club. I'm excited. Tickets are on sale now. They're going fast. 25th, 26th of November, the weekend after Thanksgiving. You're done with your family. You've seen them enough. Get out the house and laugh off those calories. Right? Love to see you. I would love to see you. Um... Yeah, let's get into it. So, I don't really have that much time today. Happy Halloween, everybody. It is Halloween as I record this now. I didn't get a chance to record this all over the weekend as I had stuff going on. Uh, it, Halloween is just... I, I took my son on Saturday to a place called Spirit of Halloween. And it's just basically... used to be like an old Toys R Us that they bulldoze down once a year. And they put up Halloween decorations. Which is becoming bigger than Christmas now, if not pasta for some people. There's two sections in, in, in Halloween, in uh, Spirit of Halloween. And you know if you've seen them. And, and, and kind of most most sections of most stores that have Halloween aisles and things. Uh, Party City being another one. Of course, Walmart, Target. They all have their Halloween sections. But the Halloween sections, if you don't notice, is divided into two parts. Children. Children. Uh, the whole section for children. And then whores. That's it. They're not even trying anymore. And it's just, listen, women, I get, come on, stop, please stop. Get that shit at a sex shop and bring it home. Bring it home to, for us in the bed. To, let's look at it. To go out, dress like you are, and then complain that we're looking at you. Because we're in this world now, aren't we? We're in this world. And it's not about slut shaming. This is none of that. So don't get on here, start running your, oh, he's slut shaming now. We can't wear, oh, I suppose we're asking for. None of that. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not saying that you have the right to wear what you want, but please don't go out there complaining that men are creeps because you see them look at you. All right? It, you, you can't do that. It's not fair. The costumes are not realistic. Even the sexy ones. I mean, they're all sexy. You're making everything sexy. I saw someone dressed up when I was in the city on Saturday night as the sexy coronavirus. You know what I mean? Instead of having a big green ball with all the red things sticking out of it. It was just a fucking bra and, and a un piece of underwear and knee-high boots that were all green with red dots on it. And I'm the I'm the I'm the slutty coronavirus. Yeah, I would get corona if that's how you got it. If that's what the coronavirus looked like. Just you're not even try you just it's okay to be slutty. It's okay. Just don't complain. Don't make every just you say you love Halloween, you do, but then be real, stick to it, right? Don't be a sexy anything. I saw one one woman 
uh, Catwoman, right? That's a popular one, costume. That's a character that's been around since the 50s, maybe, I think 60s. Catwoman. Everyone loves Catwoman, right? The cat suit, the claws, the mask, the ears. This woman, this woman I saw her wear, and she wore thigh-high PVC boots, a thong, a black bra, and a mask and gloves. I'm Catwoman, meow. No, you're not. You're not. You just left your house without clothes. Catwoman wouldn't wear that. How can she be up on buildings? She'd get her death to cold. Batman is always wrapped up warm, right? He's always dressed up, locked in tight, airtight. This is only the only part that you see a Batman. The muzzle part. The only piece of skin you see a Batman. Plenty warm. Sometimes I watch superhero movies and go, can you imagine, what does Batman wear in the summertime? Like in a hot August night in Gotham. He's got to be sweating his balls off, right? Always wrapped up warm. Always covered up his area. Catwoman the same in the show, in the comics. She always covered up. Although now you get a bit of a mid-drift on the new one. But it's not practical to stay warm up on top of the buildings waiting to see. So women are just out there and and dressing like I'm a sexy Rice Krispie. What do you do? It's not a costume. You're just dressing slutty and just saying it's a fucking costume. You know, like, what's the Scooby-Doo one? Vel Velma? She's not, never, it was never attractive. Like, I remember watching Scooby-Doo as a kid. The original Scooby-Doo, not the new woke one now where they're trying to make Velma, what is she? Like a transgender Native American uh, who's into biracial relationships. Um, I mean, that should be the mystery that week on Scooby-Doo, by the way. Let's solve out what Velma is. Right? But whatever. She's not sexy. She never was sexy. You would. I remember as a kid watching Scooby-Doo. And in would walk Daphne. I'm, I'm, I'm eight. I don't know what's going on down me pants. I don't know. It just, there it is, naturally by itself. Wonder Woman, naturally. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on down there. With Daphne walked on the screen and look what happened. She would stand like that, the hand on the hip, push the hip out the other way. Right? And then in would walk fucking Velma, just fucking fumbling over shit, knocking her glasses off, ruining everything with her just serious de fucking demeanor. Now I saw her. She was a slutty Velma. Big orange sweater that was cut off around under the tits. A short skirt and tie-high boots again. Like, that's not what Velma is. Just be the thing. Whatever happened to scary costumes? When you grew up poor, you just had a scary costume. A bin liner over your body with the arm, cut two holes in it for your arm, out another bit for your head. And a piece of mask that was held together on a string. And it was this close to your face. That's all it was. And I hate going into a place of business and they're dressed up for Halloween. And I'm not a killjoy. I'm not. I don't want to walk into the bank. I don't want to get a letter from the bank and say, well, you didn't get, we didn't get your mortgage payment in September. I go, I fucking, I paid it manually at the other branch. Here's my receipt. I don't want to have to walk into the fucking bank to argue about this mispayment and talk to some fucking guy dressed as Dracula. Do you know, like, stop, stop. You don't work. Banks shouldn't be doing it. Certain places shouldn't be doing it. And if you're a woman walking in dressed like that, like that Catwoman woman I talked about earlier, that's a HR issue, right? That's, what are you going to do? She, women's not, women ain't going to get called into HR. Women never get called to HR. But if a guy, uh, unless they go in to give their statement that the guy, he looked at me, who? Ralph from accounting. Did he? Yeah, yeah. 
Ralph and Tommy for accounting when I walked down the hallway they did a double take that's terrible and all you were wearing was a black thong and a catwoman suit yeah oh my goodness it's terrible it's terrible but yet you get a man he goes in what if you go what if you go and dress as Spartacus if you're in good shape and you walk in with just a loincloth or Tarzan right you go in Spartacus oh I know what you're saying I know you walk into the office and you go I, yeah I know HR department sorry Denise listen uh, I'll put this sword away. No, it's not about the sword. Really, it should be because this sword is fucking real. I got it from my grandfather's antique cabinet. No, nothing about the weapon that you brought to work. It's the fact that you're showing a bit of skin. Just stop. Just, you know what I mean? Be the thing. And again, it's not shaming anything. It's not It's not that. Don't start that shit now writing to me. Oh, he's slut shaming. He's saying women can't wear what they want. They can just don't do the complaining thing when we do a double take, when you're dressed like our ultimate fantasy. I was a kid who got my first boner to Wonder Woman. First boner Wonder Woman. Can't explain it, right? That's just science, biology. It's the way it works. I saw Linda Carter on, on the screen. Went upstairs to the bathroom, pissed all over the place, all over the place. My mom was like, who pissed on the floor? I was like, it was hard and it wouldn't stay down. True story. Wonder Woman made me piss all over the bathroom. Right? So it's just biology. Don't go out and saying, oh, we're slut shaming, you shouldn't do that. We're just drawn to certain things. All right? We're drawn to certain things. Enough of it now. Like, I went out with my son to get him some costumes and stuff. Someone's a bit down, right? He had a thing happen in school this week. Last week, I get a phone call from the uh, counsellor. The school counsellor called me up. Uh... First, they always they answer the phone. Hey, everything is fine. They answer, that's how they start off every conversation. Everything is fine. I go, yeah, what's going on? Concerned. Was he in a fight? Did he do something inappropriate? I hope he's okay. I worry about my son like that, right? Not worried about grades. Kid kills it in school. Get a phone call. And they go, uh, they go, yeah, he, everything is fine. They go, listen, he, he finished his test early and he got bored and he was drawn on the paper. He killed it. He kills it in school, right? He's, doing, he's in the hundreds. He's on the honor roll. Uh, I'm not here to brag about him because he ain't getting those brains from me. That's for sure. But he, uh, he drew on the top of the page, uh, I guess there's a show called uh, Cuphead. I don't know if you know what it is. I, I never, I've seen it in the background. It looks like a kind of a ripoff of the old Mickey Mouse cartoons. Uh, apparently it's an old cartoon anyway. So it's called Cuphead. Never watch an episode. I'm not going to say it's good or bad. Watching it and uh, one of the characters, the main villains, has a cannon for a head. Like his head is a cannon. And they go, he drew a cannon uh, on a guy's head. And we just want to let you know that that's not appropriate for the... He's fine. I just cut him off. Now, normally I don't do that. I'm not one of those parents that my kid would not do anything wrong. Oh, he's fine. And she goes, really? He goes, yeah, it's not 1776, love. It's not 1776. When have you ever in the history of school shootings heard of someone walking in with a cannon? I know you're going to say, well, maybe he's the one to watch. What if something happens and we didn't act on it? He was drawing cannons. I've never seen or heard the story of, you know, people talking about it, a reconstruction, a documentary. Whereas, yeah, we were looking out the window and all of a sudden we saw this little kid just pulling a 325 pound cannon up the fucking driveway of the school. Like... <laughs> struggling because my son weighs nothing struggling with a with a 35 pound cannonball 
right? Oh, you're in, oh, you're fucked now. Is that the kid we made fun of? It is the kid we made fun of, right? For wearing glasses, is that him? Why is he doing a ca- struggling with that cannibal? Just lobbing the cannibal, shalunk, right into the fucking cannon, getting two pieces of flint, fingers in the ears, so you're dead now. You know how you dodge a cannon? You take one step to the left or the right. Or the, one step to the left, one step to the right. That's it. What are you doing? That was the call. I go, he's fine. He's going to be okay. I'm not worried about, well, we don't, but, well, he's okay. Trust me. He came home a bit scared. He thought I was going to yell at him because he doesn't like when I get calls from school. He's been in trouble before. He can be a wanker sometimes. But he came home like a stressed, upset. You know what, son? This is a perfect learning moment. This is why school's... You don't always have to listen to what the teachers say. You don't always have to listen to them, right? You follow the rules. Obey the rules. That's the way I teach them. Obey your rules. Follow their rules. But you can question rules. We don't do that enough. We don't question things. When you go to a job, your boss says, we have this rule. Question why? Question. Same we did through COVID. Question. Always question, I said to them. So I want to teach them this. I go, and you know what, son? Tomorrow, you're getting a day off school. I gave him a day off school. I played hooky. We went to see Black Adam. That's what we did. That's what happened. He had the time of his life. Me and him, we had a blast. I say, always question these fuckers. That's what we did. Because they always try something, man. They're, they're, they, you know, not the schools he go to were lucky, but I've seen schools where they try force these books onto kids about blowjobs and rim jobs. I don't think rim jobs, and I made that up, but still, you know, you may as well, in for a penny, in for a pound, right? They force these things. Like, what's the thing now? Everyone's up in arms on the internet. Uh, I don't give a fuck, by the way, before I start this part of the, of the, of the episode. But the new, there's a new Disney character, uh, a Disney short that everybody's up in arms. I think it's called, the, either it's called Bianca, but the character is definitely called Bianca. But I don't know if it's named after her. And she's a fat kid, uh, like a morbidly obese kid. Not, not like, oh, she's chubby. She's chubby. Chubby's fine. We all, I'm chubby now, actually. got a bit, bit of a belly going on right now. Not watching what I'm eating. Uh, I will be over the next two weeks with a special coming up, but I got to start trimming down a bit. But um, chunky, that's fine. That happens, right? You Love a bit of cake every now and then. Live your life. Love some cookies. Nothing wrong with it. Who doesn't like pasta? Potatoes. Sweets. Ice cream. Have a bit of it. Sure, we're all chunky. Who gives a shit? Nobody wants... If you want to go and chase a six-pack, right? And I've had six-packs before in my life. And let me tell you something, I was miserable. I was miserable with these six-packs because the, the work it takes and the discipline it takes and the things you have to abandon in your life just to get a six-pack, you think you're going to be the happiest. I got a six-pack. I'm going to be happy. You are miserable on the road to a six-pack and you're miserable when you have it. So I'm all for sweets, eat cake, get it into you. Enjoy yourselves. But this this one, she's she's obese. And again, I don't care. So this is not my opinion at all. I'm just... I can't even... I'm just telling you what the internet is saying. They're all up in arms. They're all up in arms. They're saying, oh, this is disgraceful. You're promoting obesity. Uh, it's not okay to be fat. And you kind of are. You're not... You're not you're, see, here's the thing about the body positivity movement, right? That got hijacked. That got hijacked. Because let me tell you where body positivity came from. Body positivity came from uh, amputees, kids in wheelchairs, right? People who were born with deformities, uh, people in fires, 
Kathy Griffin. <laughs> right? That, that's where deformities came from. Right? That, that's, what the, that's what it was. And body positivity was about deformities. Hey, listen, be yourself. Right? You're, you're born, you're missing an arm. That's okay. You're still, you're still going to be fine. You're still going to be fine. Right? Not this thing that Lizzo took over. It's okay to be... F it's really not. Now, not you as a person. I want to make sure you understand what I'm saying. You as a person, be yourself. Of course, never change who you are as a person. Don't change that. Be kind, be happy, be fun. Be, do what you want to do. Go live your life the way you want to live it. But it's not healthy to be morbidly obese. 20 pounds over your weight is morbidly obese. Just 20 pounds. It ain't, it ain't okay. Stop telling people that that's okay. Right? Don't be on the couch sitting there having that fight. I do it every morning. I get up the crack of dawn and I go to the fucking gym and I have that fight. It's in my fucking head. I don't need it. I'm not going to go today. I'm not going to go today. I do it. And I love working out. Great for the mental health. But if you're sitting at home on the couch, right, and you're about to fucking open up a pack of, I don't know, salt and vinegar chips, which I love, barbecue, you know what? Five Below sells this new thing called it. It's uh, popcorn mixed with Twix melted all over it, and I had two large bowls of it yesterday. So I get the struggle, right? Uh, so then you know, and you have that struggle. Will I go to the gym? Won't I go to the gym? And you fucking turn on Lizzo. It's all right. Don't go to the gym. You're going to go, you know, I'm not going to go to the gym. Lizzo says it's okay. And not only that, but Lizzo is now shaming other people into thinking that if you don't think like her, you're part of the problem. Go to the gym. That's all I say. I'm not, I know that's that guy on TikTok, that long-haired fucking idiot just yelling at people to go to the gym. But don't, like, so they're just trying to... So anyway, this character, I'm losing my place here. I'm losing my train of thought. This character now on Disney, she's out there. She's a fat ballerina, which is also unrealistic. Come on, because you can't bend like that as a ballerina when you're as big as this chick is. You just can't do it. You can't. I don't know if you've ever seen ballerinas on TV. They ain't that big. They ain't that big. And stop acting Disney like you're doing something special because you've had fat characters before. The whole fucking cast of Wally. The whole cast of Wally. Every human in Wally is a fat cunt. Every last one, I'm just a big poured into a chair that moves electronically for them. So stop acting like you're doing something great. Right, but when you showed it in Wally -E, Disney, what did you show? You showed the side effects of it, right? You showed the oh my god, look at what we're like. Big gulps of food floating in a fucking hefty chair. You highlighted it that that's where we're gonna go. So in other words, society is so bad that we're gonna end up looking fucking disgusting, being disgusting, being unhealthy. And then all of a sudden you fast forward a few years later and you wanna put some agenda and go, oh by the way, this is what you should be looking like. You, you know, one movie, you're like, fucking, this is disgusting. Isn't this sad how we are? And then the next one, you're flipping over. But it's cool to be like that. It ain't. Because when they're big like that, right, you show you show them as nice people helping each other out during a crisis. People getting together, falling in love. Their inner beauty is shown through the... Right? And then, but when they get to Earth, what's the first thing they do? What's the first thing they do? Watch Wally. See if I'm wrong. Watch how Disney fucking changed their mind. When they get to Earth, they grow vegetables. They start farming. They start walking. So then you see the drawings of the people getting skinnier and skinnier and skinnier and skinnier. And then they just become like, they're just like, they're like, just like healthy people. So now Disney, you're doing the other way. 
which, by the way, I always found remarkable because you could cure this girl's diabetes with an eraser. You could just, you know what, let me take some inches off her. She's going to lose her foot in the sequel. It's just, but it's just funny. People are up in arms and yelling about it. The good thing about something, if you don't like it, like if you haven't got this far in this podcast, means you probably didn't like it and you turned it off. If you survived, thank you. If you don't want to come see my show, you don't have to come. If you don't find my jokes funny when I'm on stage, you don't have, it's great. We have the choice. You don't need to go online and fucking nah, 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 nah. protest by not showing up. Protest by not watching. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do with the upcoming election. If you don't give a fuck about either party, which I don't, don't vote. Let them fucking, let, doesn't, get out of it. Get out of it. That's all I got to say. Thanks for listening, liking, subscribing and sharing. I appreciate you a lot. Uh, check out me on the podcast, The Man's Eye Show and come see me live. By the way, this Saturday, I'm at the comic strip, Westside Comedy Club and back to the comic strip again. And Friday, I'm at Governor's in the, in the Giga Room. Come see me. I'd love to see you. And as always, wash your hands, you dirty fuckers. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. All right, lads. Welcome back to me podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy. Mick Thomas here. How are you? Thanks for liking, subscribing, sharing and coming on back. I appreciate you so much. Uh, also... Check out my other podcast, The Man's ID Show, my good buddy, Corey Brooks. Both podcasts available wherever you get your podcasts from. Spotify, Podbean, iTunes. Watch it on YouTube. It's You can see the face. You can see the face. Uh, you know, some people just listen and they don't, they don't, can't put the voice to the face. Now you can. Or the face to the voice. Face to the voice. Come see me live as I dribble water down myself. Wrapping up this year, uh, a few spots here and there around, but what I do want to mention and plug is November 11th and 12th. I have two shows, two shows, four shows, two on Friday, two on Saturday, at one of my favorite all-time clubs and places to be is the Comic Strip Live. Come see me there. And uh, this Tuesday, Tuesday the 8th of November, I am part of the New York Comedy Festival at the New York Comedy Club in Manhattan, where I will be part of an Irish show. Why? What else would you put me on, right? Heaven forbid I should just be an independent, standalone comedian. But uh, come check it out. I'm happy to see. And then going down November 25, 26th, Floridians down in Florida. I will be there at Madcap Comedy Club in New Smyrna Beach where I am recording my hour special. I'm happy with it. I'm glad the way it's going. Um, I really am. So I'm getting rid of that hour throwing it out all the hits that you've been seeing me with over the last two three years will be gone come watch it live if you're in the florida area and then it'll go out available for you uh we don't know we don't we're looking at selling it to one of the big platforms but we'll see what happens um it's all talk all business chatter in it anyway so i want to give um before we move on, I want to do. I do want to give kind of a warning on what this week's episode is about, in case you are triggered, especially for the new listeners. There's people who've been with me from day one, uh, and I appreciate it. But as the numbers and the views grow, well, the views kind of stays the same. Nobody really watches podcasts, and for that, I understand. I don't watch podcasts either. Uh, I do prefer a good old listen when I'm driving at the gym, whatever. So if you you know the numbers have gone up uh, an awful lot on the podcast. Over the last six months, especially um, new new found people have found me on social media uh, because of my growth on social media. New people are coming over to the podcast and I appreciate that and I'm welcoming you all. But I do want to give you uh, a disclaimer. 
if you do not like the C word, uh, the C word, now would be a good time to turn it off because I do believe I will be dropping this word more so in this episode because it's kind of just relevant. It's relevant for the people I'm going to talk about. And the only word that fits them in my mind is the C word. So if you do want to kind of take the moment to turn it off, now would be the time. All right, I'll give you a moment to turn it off. I'll take a sip of water. And if you want to stick on, you have been warned. All right, so it might get taken down anyway, based on uh, just the world we live in and the things I'm going to talk about. But I'll give you a moment to uh, turn it off. All right, now that they are gone, now that they are gone and the rest of you have stayed, I want to talk about what a bunch of cunts. Like, what's happened? What has happened to us? Listen, I'm going to be honest with you, right? A disclaimer up front. I've changed my ways in the last, over the last year and a half, almost two years, right? I've become a more patient person, a more spiritual person. Uh, I'm a man of prayer now. I pray. Um, I'm, I'm try. I try to be forgiven. And those of you who who kind of run into me go, "Wow, there's something different about Mike. He's not as angry as he used to be." I try. I really try. Uh, you know, to be a, 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 a man of God. I, I I pray and I practice forgiveness and I try my best to do what's right. I really, really do. But I have been tested this week uh, to the point where the Lord has te- tested thee. The Lord has tested thee because. I have been put in front of just so many, just, just I not in front, but a bunch of cunts. I've just seen wherever I've been online. Uh, I don't know if the algorithm is testing me and you're just going to send them a bunch of cunts. Because it's the only word they can describe. If you can think of a different word, put it in the chat. Send it in the chat. If you're watching it, give it there. And thumbs up or thumbs down. Put it in the chat. That's not an appropriate word to describe these people. And it seems to be everywhere I go that we have all... We've changed. The world has shifted to the point where there are more cunts now than there ever been. Why? Why is this happening? I am just... Let's let's list them off. Let's list them off. And this is in no particular order in where I've seen these people, right? The first one is going to be protesters. Protesters, the last two weeks, uh, have been just a bunch of cunts, right? And you would think, right? I know you want to say... Because when people listen to this from other countries, they go, well, Mick, you live in America now. And that's what is typical of American behavior. No, take that back. Take that back. Even Americans are not this bad. Right? It's mostly the UK, Sweden. All the European lads are over there. Bunch of cunts and their protests. How are they protesting? In the worst fucking way. In the worst way. Now your message is great, right? Your message is great. I get the message. I get the message. Um, not the vegans. I'll start with the vegans, right? Because I don't like you vegans. I don't. If you want to go ahead and 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 eat, don't eat meat or don't eat dairy because you know what? You lose weight from it. You feel better. I was a pescatarian for years ago. For years and years. I was a pescatarian for five years. Five years I was a pescatarian. I loved it. I felt good. Uh, I just kind of wanted to get kind of like bigger. Like I, 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 liked, I liked getting, I like feeling bigger. Um, I don't know, because you've got a small dick. Um, I just I just do, right? So I kind of went back onto meat. Pescatarian means you only eat fish. And obviously other things that are not meat. But vegans, to me, when you start protesting for the sake of the animals, and we all love animals. Like, who who doesn't love an animal, by the way? There's people out there that have been cruel to animals, still love animals somewhere in their own weird way. We all love animals. We love them. 
Um, but you fucking vegans, which are holier than that, what they're doing is they're going into supermarkets and they're pouring milk all over the floor and they have this, we have tried everything. We have tried writing letters. We have tried voting uh, democratically. We have tried... So your next option is is to pour milk all over the floor of the supermarket because you've tried everything. I've won. Have you tried killing yourself? Have you tried that? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, maybe if everything bothers you so much, maybe give that a go. Maybe that, that might work. Take yourself down to the local heat, Home Depot or whatever you have in England, in the UK. I don't know. I don't really remember what, what a big hardware store is anymore. I don't because we used to have like coal, Coleman's. Coles? Who's the one in town? Coleman Doyle's. Coleman Doyle's in Wexford Town was a hardware store. But I don't know what you have in England. I don't know what your Home Depot equivalent is. But go down there. What you want to do is you want to get yourself a rope. You want to get yourself about a good six-footer. Get yourself a good six-footer and then get yourself a nice chair. Go get yourself a nice chair. Make sure it's kind of wobbly. Stand on that chair. Tie that rope to the, to the beam. And go jump. And that'll solve your fucking vegan problem. Because if you think you are changing the world by pouring milk all over the fucking supermarket floor, you daft cunt, you're out of your mind. Because you know what's going to happen? Some poor kid on fucking $8 an hour has got to come up and just fucking mop it up. I used to work in a supermarket. You know how hard it is, by the way, to clean up something that's spilt on the floor? I know what you're thinking. Can it take more than two or three minutes? No. If something like ragu falls off the shelf and bursts, one thing of ragu, by the way, one thing of ragu, that's a whole project because you got to go find cardboard. You have to find cardboard in a, in a world where we don't keep cardboard anymore. You have to go get cardboard. You got to rip it in half, create a scooper, put it into a box, scoop it, put it into a box, go get a mop, mop up the heavy part of it, then go get a spray, spray it. And in the meantime, you got to stop stupid cunts from walking across it. Like, can you mind stop? And you got signs everywhere saying the floor is wet. Sir, can you not walk there, please? Just give me one second. I, I just got to mop this up. I'm going to walk anyway and slip and fucking fall and sue and blame you and get you fired because you didn't stop me. You know how hard it is to clean something up off the floor? That's just one thing of ragu. Milk is the same thing. You got to keep spraying it because once it's cleaned up, it's still, the floor is still, it, it's got a residue of fucking something slippy on it, some oily substance that's in it. So that's what's going to happen. And, and milk is the same. Milk got the same thing. And you fucking cunts just stand there pouring milk all over the place. Vegans kill more animals than meat eaters. Do you understand that? That's true. I'm not making that up. Google it. Google it. Use your fingers and go fucking Google it. Vegans are responsible for the death of more, and not them individually, but if you want all your vegetables, if you only want to eat vegetables, you only want to drink your fucking almond milk. I don't know how you milk a fucking almond. I've never seen an almond with a set of tits. But you are the ones that, you know, a combine harvester's got to come through a field. Fucking rats, moles, squirrels, rabbits, bugs, mice, Fucking gone. A crow landed, didn't get out of the way in time. Oh, fuck those animals, right, vegans? You don't give a shit about them. You don't give a shit about those animals. They milk all over the place, you miserable cunts. Just don't fucking eat it. Don't eat it and that your part of the protest is done. Don't stop me if I want a bowl of milk in my Cheerios. Who the fuck are you to tell me I can't have that? Get the fuck out of it, you rotten cunts. Enough of that shit. And then you got the other ones over there. Again, the UK. Again, they're all blocking up the roads in London, sitting, super gluing their face to the tarmac. To the fucking tar, what do you call it in America now? And the asphalt. Right? You know what we call it? Tarmac. The tar, we would say. Glue, super gluing their face 
to stop the oil. The oil, yeah, oil sucks, lads, doesn't it? It fucking sucks. Drilling for oil is terrible. Drilling for oil is terrible. How did you get to the protest, by the way? I didn't see any bicycles around. You took a fucking bus. How did the bus get there? How, oh, how did it, how does the bus, what does the bus run on? Your love? Does the, the, the bus run on your well-being? The thoughts of just, oh, how great of a person you are? No, you can't. The bus ran on fucking diesel, which is fucking dug from the earth. Or did your man dad drop you off because you can't fucking afford to be independent or live by yourself, you fucking leech. So your your dad probably drove you in his car, which is full with what? Fucking oil, petrol, petroleum. Fucking sitting, blocking the roads when people are trying to just go to work. And then they just, they get dragged off. The, like, and these are heroes to me. People who stop, get out of their car and go, get out of the fucking road, mate. They grab them and they drag them along, right? And they don't even fight back. They just sit there like a fucking, like a, like, like, like a sack of potatoes. Just fucking sitting there, just not doing. Do you ever see one of those, like a family member? Like, I, I, I see those, man, and my heart breaks for them. You go to an Applebee's or something, like, and a van pulls up. You ma- imagine having a family member so sick that you had to get a van to get them around. Massive wheelchairs, they couldn't move, they're just like no quality of life. Sad, heartbreaking. And they're just sitting there like that. That's what it reminds me of. A bunch of these fucking, is it paraplegics? I don't make fun of the paraplegics, but that's what these cunts are like. Just sitting there on the road with their fucking orange t-shirts on. Then they super glue their face. Leave them there. Super, if they're super glued themselves to the tarmac, you know what? They identify as road now. Because obviously they're involved in that movement too. About what you identify, what you get to be. Now, you know what? Now you're road. I identify as a speed bump. I'm going to fucking use you as a speed bump. Boom, boom, boom. Right over them. Keep going. Why are you late for work? I don't know. But those fucking speed bumps are slowing me down a bit. Fucking stop. You, you protest. Don't ride your bike. If you don't want to. Don't ever get on transport again. You have righteous cunts. Don't ever get on a plane again. Don't ever get on a fucking, in a car, on a bus, on a train. Do none of that shit. Get on your push bike. Oh, by the way, how, where did you get your push bike? Where did you buy your push bike? From the store, right? How did you think the bikes got to the fucking store? Buy a truck. You think a bigger push bike delivered more push bikes? Are you that fucking naive to think that the world doesn't run on that? And you're out there protesting. And they all look the same. All these protesters look the same. Fucking coloured in their hair. Just fucking children. Spoiled children. And we can't grab them. But these lads did. They, we, we can't walk in and just throw the fucking foot right in their face. And again, another one. If you want to protest for oil, you know what you do? Show how bad oil is. Pour it all over yourself and light yourself on fire, you cunt. And that would be a great way. That would be fucking great, wouldn't it? And you would be, and we'd all get the message. We all get the message. Your protest would be, don't get the oil. Don't use anything with oil. Don't wear clothes that were manufactured by oil. Nothing. Any clothes that was delivered to you by a van with, with, that was used petrol, petroleum, gasoline. Never wear clothes like that. That's how you protest if you really want to get involved. Plant-based. We only like plant-based. Your shoes aren't fucking plant-based. Kick them off, you cunt. Then these other fucking weirdos. What, what, what are they doing with, the, the, with Van Gogh? Van Gogh, an amazing artist. Van Gogh was an amazing artist, never appreciated in his time. Kind of like me, kind of like me. And what are they doing? These fucking idiots going in and they're throwing fucking soup, mashed potato all over the Van Gogh paintings. And then they're 
fucking super gluing their hands to the wall. People care more about art than they do the planet. That's not true. I care more about art than I do you, you daft cunt. What are you doing? And by the way, the joke's on you, you fucking idiot, because they're behind glass. You think they're going to fucking leave an exposed Van Gogh painting sticking out? Just you walk up and some fucking idiot with his molly fingers like, oh, you can touch it. You can touch it. Because you know people, you know people just never can leave shit alone. There's a button. Do not touch it. No flash photography. No filming. I'm going to film. I'm going to use flash photography. And of course, I'm going to press the fucking button because people are cunts. You're an idiot. So you just threw fucking mashed potato on a pig on a piece of glass that now some guy's got to walk in and just doesn't even affect the painting, you dumb cunt. He's got to just wipe it down with a towel. He's done. It ruined his afternoon. Supposed to go home. Maybe he's working on his marriage. The wife is saying, you're always, you come home late. Honey, I'm going to go home early tomorrow night. I promise you. Where do you want to go? We want to go for dinner? We'll do that, honey. I'm going to turn this marriage around. I'm sorry I haven't been available. I'm sorry I've been really caught up at work. I'm really sorry. Depression's got the better of me sometimes because I don't really like my job. But I'll be home tomorrow. What time? Six o'clock? I'll be here at 5.55. And we're going to go out, we're going to go for dinner, and we're going to go see a movie. I promise you, honey. Right? The guy's about to walk out the door, and these fucking cunts come in. Mashed potato on a fucking Van Gogh on a starry, starry night. The boss comes along. Hey, Roger, what's wrong? You gotta, I gotta go home to the wife. No. Sorry, honey, I can't make it home. She goes, yeah, typical. And she leaves him. You know what I mean? Like, what? Wasters. Cunts. Oh, we, you know, people care more about art. You know what? We care more about art than we do you, right? And what did Van Gogh do? Van Gogh cut off his ear. Why don't you go one step ahead of him? Go one step better at him and cut your fucking head off. Useless, useless cunts. It doesn't stop. I, what, today, 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 I get up, right? And I say, you know what? It's a lovely day. I'm tired. My legs sore. My knees really sore today. I was in the city last night, had three spots. And I took my motorcycle in. Badass, I know, I'm badass. So I take the motorcycle in because it's easier for me to go from one club right across the city, park, because there's no parking. Drop the bike in, reverse it in a gap about, you know, three, four, about four foot wide. Just put the bike in, run in, do my second spot, back on the bike, go back to the third spot. Right? So I go into the city and I kind of put my fucking, I guess something happened where I kind of had to put my foot down suddenly. And I think I twitched my knee a little bit. It'll be fine. But I still want to get up. Take the family out. It's a lovely day. Family day. I've been occupied the last few weeks. Let's do a family day. Where are we going? We'll go. There's a beautiful park over here. Like in the wilderness. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go. Get the dog. That was a mistake. Dog fucking stops every two seconds to piss or smell something. And you got to drag him by his neck. And I know you're not supposed to be. Like, you want to walk. And the dog just stops and sniffs. You fucking move, Benny. You know that way you talk to the dog, there's people around here like, hi, how you doing? I'm not a dog beater, I promise. Fucking move, will you? How many more times, how much piss do you have left in you? You do one of those, right? So we go to the park, we're walking through the woods, beautiful woods. We come across a group of people, maybe 10, 10, 12 people. Long-haired cunts. I used to have long hair, but I'm going somewhere with that. Bearded, unwashed cunts expensive camera equipment. So they're obviously shooting something, filming a little thing there. And they come up and we walk up on the path. And they go, can you guys go that way? We're filming a short movie. And of course, everybody, wife, kids, an Asian couple, an old couple who were kind of a few feet ahead of us, they go start to walk down the path. I go, no, we're all right, mate. We'll just cut right through. We'll, we'll, you can yell cut. 
and everyone's, they're looking at me like I'm an asshole. You're in the woods, mate. Film, are you filming a short, are you? Listen, I've been on movie sets, mate. If that was a real fucking short movie or a real movie set, you would have got a permit to film there. And if you got a permit to film there, you would have had somebody doing security, directing people around. That's what it really happens. Don't sit there because you got a lend of this fucking equipment from your college and you're trying to get an A in your college exam thinking you're going to be the next fucking Quentin Tarantino making some fucking movie in the woods about people camping. And you think, I'm going to fucking stop and walk around the long way of the woods blocking up my trail just because you, you fucking cunt, thinking like, yeah, so we're making a short movie I don't give a fuck it's going to get even shorter now because I hope you can't use this scene because I'm walking right through I try, of course what happens then the dog won't move oh, so I got to drag him now so these people are filming me dragging a dog through the fucking leaves oh. people are cunts man what's wrong with you all and then there's every five steps you go there's a photographer now this is the thing this is the thing, people are making their Christmas cards, they're in the woods, it's the fall, the autumn, the leaves are brown, everyone's sitting on logs, and there's people dressed up, I'm like this, I swear to God, I just went like this this morning. The people are, are taking pictures, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wives, for their Christmas card, and you look at them and the man doesn't want to be there, and it's just a bad photographer, just with a fucking seven-year-old camera. Now, now I want you to look into each other's eyes and smile, and the guy's like, I just want to go home. And the girlfriend is embarrassed that he's embarrassed. And what, like, what do you, whatever happened to Christmas cards? Whatever happened to holiday cards where you would just go to a fucking shop, like a CVS or whatever, and you bought a box like this, and you just, it was like, there was three different types in the, in right? You know what I'm talking about? There was uh, Santa, like 12, 20 Santa, 20 Christmas tree, 20 snowman. And then someone would buy one like with an old, like arty, you know, like fucking Dickens type of scenery. Nobody liked those. But you got and you just wrote it to fucking John and Mary, happy Christmas, mail the card or holidays, whatever you're celebrating, right? And you mail the card off. Now people have to go fucking to the woods, blocking up, and you gotta apologize walking by. Oh, sorry for existing. Like the whole world is full of these fucking influencers now, these TikTok cons, just fucking everywhere you go dancing. Like you go to the mall, you'll see them, and they'll have a tripod up at the bottom of the fucking escalator, and they're like doing a fucking dance, and you're like, you're like oh, can I just walk? Can I live my life, please? Can I live my fucking life? I'm sorry, I ruined your fucking moment. You're blocking up the wood, you cunt. You know what I mean? So that's when you're taking a picture and you're fucking sending that out to put on people's fridge that nobody gives a shit about. So people go, oh, look at John and Mary. Look at the picture in the woods for Christmas. Isn't it lovely? Yeah, but you don't consider the fucking 60 people that had to stop and walk around. I don't, I don't stop for that. I really don't. If I see someone setting up for a picture, three, two, one, I'll stop. Take the picture. Sure, I'm not a monster. But when you keep going, okay, now I'm going to get down low. Fuck off. Fuck off, you cunt. I'm walking. I'm going to my destination. I gave you your thing. Go to fucking CVS, buy regular Christmas cards, and just send them off like normal people. Like normal people would, you cunts. I was going to start going on about how people are complaining about movies too, but I'm actually worked up now. I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to eat a bowl of Funyuns and watch The Simpsons. That's what I'm going to do. Listen, come see me live, lads, please. Uh, some great shows. New Smyrna Beach, down in Florida. Uh, I can't wait to see you, lads. Please come down for the special. It's going to be great. It'll probably be the last time I'll do that material live. So, uh, you know, out loud in front of a crowd. So come come down. I'd love to see you. Go see me at the comic strip this week this weekend coming up. A New York Comedy Club. 
uh, at the at the New York Comedy Festival, which is a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. I'm really downplaying that, but it is a big deal to be part of the New York Comedy Festival. Uh, check out my other podcast, The Manxiety Show. And as always, always, guys, wash your hands. All right, you dirty fuckers. Good luck to you. Good luck to you.